Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan, and the other gentleman on the program's name is Action Jackson. He goes by Jackson Burkett. And ladies and gentlemen, this man is three hours and 40 minutes away from tip-off, and he is emotionally leveraged. So be gentle on the Air Comfort Service text line today at 314-399-9646. Piddle on edge. Jackson, good morning. We didn't just talk to each other for the previous three hours on TMA. No, this is the first time talking to you, Tim. It's lovely to hear your voice because today is the day of all days. We tip off the tournament. Missouri plays in less than three hours and I couldn't be more fired up. I just had a wave of excitement rush through me and I am excited for today. I'm very hopeful and I think it's going to be the start to something special. Wow, this man just set the scene for you like Jimmy Dance is going to at Birmingham when his alma mater, Houston, is playing in the first round and maybe they'll make a run to the Final Four. But Missouri, take it on Utah State. The number has moved down now from Utah State minus two to one one and a half, Jackson, you gave the people that lock of the Missouri-Tennessee under last Friday. <laughs> it didn't come close to hitting. What do you like today at this tournament? What do you like today with Missouri and Utah State? Uh, I'd take Tigers' money line, honestly. I wouldn't mess around with any spreads. I don't. I think a one-point spread in basketball is pointless to bet. You should just bet the money line because um, then you can get hammered on a late game free throw or something. So I would say... Missouri money line. If you're going to bet it, I wouldn't really bet the Mizzou Utah State game. I think the over is the juicy play. Um, but uh, what is that number? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm so disconnected with Missouri from gambling because I just don't gamble on Missouri games outside of when I bet Mizzou money line when they played in Knoxville. So that paid handsomely. But um, outside of that, I don't really like lock into Missouri point spreads or over unders. I'm just solely focused on what the Tigers are going to do offensively and how they're going to defend the perimeter. Yeah, you will be able to watch Jackson live uh, on the TMA STL YouTube page, youtube.com slash TMA STL. You are going to stream yourself watching the Missouri game by yourself. Am I correct on that? That is correct. Yeah, you'll have a, a, a nice one shot of me as the entire game goes on. You'll see the ups. You'll see the downs. Uh, there'll be some analysis and media timeouts, some analysis at halftime. It'll be a fun time, so stop on by. Uh, you know, it's a it's a national holiday in my book when it's the first day of the tournament, so I don't think anyone at your place of business will be upset if you're like, hey, sorry, I'm watching Piddles watch the Tigers, and uh, I think they'll understand. Yeah, I would imagine people will respect that. So, what what will people see? Do you sit up? Do you then do you sit down and stand up and sit down and then stand up? Do you pace? Do you yell at the television? Do you yell at Dennis Gates? Do you yell at the players? In other words, do you make a, a full fledged ass of yourself? Oh, the, on the latter, absolutely, total ass okay. of myself. But uh, it's mostly yeah, I yell um, for good and bad. Uh, usually, if I'm yelling, it's like if you don't finish a layup. 
I'll yell, I'll get really frustrated at mental mistakes. Uh, but on the same token, you know, if Kobe Brown takes somebody to school, walks them like a dog, and finishes at the rim strong with an and one, I'll scream, you know, you're too little. Weight room. You're just too little. This is big boy basketball. That's bully ball. That's Kobe Brown. That's all 6'8", 250 of them, and he's coming for you. Wow, man, this guy's got me fired up now. So starting at uh, what time, Jackson? What do we got? 1240. 1240 tip. You will be live on YouTube and what on Twitter and also on the TMA fan page on Facebook. Are those the three platforms you'll be distributing yourself watching a basketball game by yourself? That's right. Yeah. Yep. All three of those. Yeah. My God. That is huge. Well, that is uh, that is available and it is something that I I'll be watching the game and I will be watching you watching the game. What a big afternoon. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it sounds outstanding to me. I don't see yeah. how one could spend a better afternoon. I just hope, because I'll watch the rest of the games today if Mizzou wins, because I'll be you know elated. But if they lose, I might need to take a, a you know at least 14-hour break. So you, if Missouri loses, you will stop watching the tournament immediately for the day for the day i won't watch so then what what will you do with the rest of the day uh hit the gym take it out on some uh some iron and then um sulk sulk i already i watched the first episode of ted lasso last night so i don't have anything to improve my mood immediately like that does and so yeah i'll be kind of leveraged i might watch the texas a&m penn state game because that's gonna be such a great battle i just hope they win so i can watch basketball for the rest of the day so let's say you get done with the workout. Let's say you put in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now it's still only around 4.30, 5 o'clock. You're a 25-year-old bachelor, most eligible bachelor in St. Louis. You still have five hours or so before you're going to bed. And what do you do? Is you sit there and stare at the walls because Missouri lost to Utah State? No, I'll probably watch Penn State, Texas A&M regardless because I think that's going to be an incredible game. Um, I, mean, I can read. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question, Tim. I'll probably end up watching basketball. I say that, but I bet I end up watching basketball regardless because I love the tournament. I love the tournament. But oh, um, I mean, what if it's a heartbreaking loss? Oh, I know. I can't. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I, I truly. I, I'm. I'm, tr- I'm. I'm. I'm concerned for you. Now, I want Missouri to win. Don't get me wrong, but your level of passion from Missouri basketball is unlike anything I have seen from anyone I know in recent years, in part because they've been essentially irrelevant for uh, about 11 NCAA tournament years and haven't won an NCAA tournament game since 2010. And so I worry how you will, will handle this situation if they were to lose today, especially if it were to go down and you know, your Tyus Edney, Northern Iowa, Flea Kicker, Norfolk State, Fifth Down, another chapter in Missouri lore. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that'll kind of be the fun of the live stream is that, you know, if the game is, ends up being a barn burner, it comes down to the wire, you could see what true despair looks like. Like absolute, just, it would just wash over my entire body. I don't think it would be like me start cursing and screaming. I think it would be like me like falling into the fetal position, which I don't know. <laughs> That's is, what happened. <laughs> I just don't know which is worse. Probably the fetal position. Oh my goodness! I'm re- I'm really going to be watching this. Yeah, I just I made a twenty point win would really make things easy for me and my. I tr- I truly, and this is this is saying something. This is this is one of these uh, moments I'm I'm looking out into the abyss as I say this. 
I like you so much that I am worried for you this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, like, what I'll say to that, and I appreciate that, is when you have something like this that can put you in such a bad place, there's also the opposite effect where it can put you in this unbelievable sense of ecstasy. And, like, and it's, it, it so means a so win much. over Utah State would give you ecstasy. Well, I think that's leaving out some context. It's the first round of the tournament. You know, that, that'd be the first tournament win since I was in the sixth grade. So, yeah, that would give me a lot of. Well, that, okay. So then what would a win over Arizona on Saturday give you? More ecstasy. And then it's just going to snowball until they cut down the nets in Houston. Oh wow! We may we went from beating Utah State to cutting down the nets in Houston. I mean, this was a hey, you gotta be this was this was quick. You gotta beat the you gotta beat your first opponent, then the second opponent, and then so so on and so forth. And I can't wait to see it, win or lose. Just the fact that Missouri's in the tournament and I get the opportunity to watch them today in the NCAA tournament is awesome. And I you know I think that's uh, something we gotta point out. It's like it's great to see Missouri back in the tournament and a game where they're the higher or the lower seed, like. I don't know. I just think that's really, really cool, and I'm glad to have it. Win or lose, you know, this season is no loss. It's been a great season, and I don't want it to end. Oh, man, how I want to see Missouri lose. <laughs> that's from the 636. Yeah. See, I think now people who, who otherwise would have been indifferent to Missouri playing today are going to invest in watching you and seeing your pain. I mean, you are putting – you're giving people an avenue to schadenfreude. Right, and I understand that. And if that's how people, you know, get enjoyment out of stuff, like so be it. You know, personally, uh, others' people's despair doesn't make me happy. But I get that that's for some people, and that's okay. I'm not, you know, saying that's bad or good. I just know that's how some people work. This guy's pathetic. Go try and find a woman. That's from Merle, and he is in Oakville. Thank you, Merle. Appreciate your uh, support. Appreciate you listening to the program. Three. Look at Jackson, boy. You are. It's like you. You like have a mantra today. It doesn't matter what anybody says, texts, the YouTube comments while you're on display. You are just going to say, I appreciate the comment. Thank you for listening to the program. You will not let them break you today. You are so dialed in. Yeah, well, that's how it's starting. (laughs) Bud, talk to me at 240. (laughs) Uh, All right. uh, Coming up on today's program, what do we have here, Jackson? Uh, Well, it's, of course, a wide berth Thursday. So if you have any deep dive requests, feel free to send them on in. Oh, I'd love a good deep dive. Yeah, absolutely. I'm staring out uh, and and looking forward to a beautiful day of tournament. Uh, Off tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. Uh, It means you won't hear Jackson tomorrow either. Uh, But uh, looking forward to a beautiful day. And then you got Saturday. You could have Missouri playing. You could have Illinois playing. You know you got the Doggies playing. You know you got the Battle Hawks playing. What a wonderful weekend of sports we have in the month of March in St. Louis. So it's a pony And that leads to a question that I posed on Twitter. The mentions were wonderful. I I posed this query, the one that I asked yesterday right here on Munganess St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party. And that was, if we have a scenario, which certainly is possible, matter of fact, I would tell you that it is, oh, 35% that the games could overlap with Missouri winning today and Illinois winning today, which would not be a stretch to have happen. Both are about a coin flip. 
Uh, and then you know the dogs are playing and the Battle Hawks are playing on Saturday night, that if all four are playing at the same time, which one would be your priority? One got a huge amount of votes, more so than the other. We'll have that for you. We have the stuck in the piddle with you. That's right. Uh, yeah. Proposition today. What, what a what a wonderful name. And then Jordan Bennington going bat crap last night uh, with the Blues and the Wild. We'll have uh, the reaction from that coming up and get the audience's reaction to it and to him coming up. That is the table being set here on Balloon Party, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura here. 101 ESPN, Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. And what a wonderful smorgasbord of topics we have for the remaining uh, 44 minutes of Munganass St. Louis Acura's Balloon Party. I put this on the Twitter tweets last night, Jackson. Uh, the question was the following. Here you go and see what you uh, see what you got. There is a real scenario in which we could have on Saturday night Missouri, Illinois, the Dogs and the Battlehawks all playing at the same time. If that were to happen, which game would be your first priority to watch? It is a discussion that we uh, had at the tail end of yesterday's edition of Balloon Party. I put this to the people on the Twitter tweets. Uh put it out about, uh, I don't know, last night around 6, 7 o'clock. So far, I've received 2,357 votes. 58.2% say Missouri. How about mm. that? Wow. That's an overwhelming number. Does that surprise you that it got that many votes? And, this, and I know you are coming from the Missouri standpoint, as am I, yours just being more intense. Sure. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they were first. It surprises me at the number that it was in first place. I would agree with that. That's how I would have said. I would have thought that the dogs would be second with a higher amount. Uh, the dogs got 19.4% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Illinois got 11.5% of the vote, and the Battlehawks got 11% of the vote. That's the breakdown. Yeah. Yeah, That that is... Um, I would have figured that the Battlehawks would be just maybe a tad in front of Illinois, but... Uh, dogs being second doesn't surprise me at all. I'm just so surprised at the, the discrepancy between Missouri basketball and the dogs. But hey, come on aboard the bandwagon. Something special is brewing. Uh, somebody brought this to our attention while we were doing TMA uh, about an hour ago, as a matter of fact, that there are a bunch of dogs tickets on the market for Saturday. Jackson, what do you attribute that to? Certainly the forecast yeah. outdoor game. Uh, not necessarily friendly. Temperatures expected to be in the 20s. Do you think that that's what it's all about? Yeah, so I'm like trying to put myself in the head of a season ticket holder. Obviously, the team is red hot, top of the table, but you're looking at the forecast, you know, this terrible weather coming on Saturday. Uh, you're looking at what else is on television. You've got March Madness, Battlehawks, some other stuff. You can obviously still watch the dogs on TV. And you're thinking to yourself, there's a lot more home games I have tickets to in much nicer weather. Maybe this time I'll bow out and uh, won't lose any money on the tickets if I can resell them. So that's kind of how I'm thinking through it as a season ticket holder, if I was one. 
Uh, boy, th- this question immediately engages uh, responses from all over the spectrum. Uh, let's see. I'm also surprised that when postseason games during the most popular tournament get more hype than regular season games for two leagues that aren't as popular. Uh, that is from the 208. F the dogs. Soccer sucks. Play a real sport. 618. The dogs are not available on TV for most people, so it's no surprise. Uh, From the 314, I will be watching STL City. Uh, Could it just, uh, that's from the 314, from the 573, could it be soccer sucks? Nah, that couldn't be it. Could it? That is from the 573. It's St. Patty's Day weekend, too. That's from the 314. Yeah. Uh, and it will 100% be packed at City, even if the tickets are on the market. Tons on the Hello. Uh, I believe we're having some technical issues here with Tim. Uh, we will work to improve that. Sorry about that, folks. We are working to get Tim back on here. Uh, that'll happen sometimes. I'm we'll peek behind the curtain. I'm running. Got me? Yep. Now we're back. <laughs> I heard the hello thing again. Yeah. I could hear you. Really? Yeah. Uh, you were probably like, "Hey, bozo, <laughs> quit stepping on my lines." But yeah, you dropped out there for a second. But uh, uh-huh. glad to and have you, you jumped back. Jumped right in with that hello. I mean, that is your patented. I mean, that to me is the equivalent of Harry Carey and Holy Cow, Jackson <laughs> Burkett and hello. A panicked hello. Right. Yeah, you can hear the nerves behind it. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. That was hilarious. That's from the 314. <laughs> Maybe just I'm the- just starting to think you just dropped me just so you get airtime now. That's what I'm thinking is going on. Yeah, that is- Lord knows I want all I want in this world is more people harassing me on the text line. <laughs> if you would like to participate in harassing all of us on the text line, it's Air Comfort Service 314. 314- Three nine 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 six four six. Yeah, the last thing you need today with Missouri about to take the floor in the NCAA tournament is to have to is to have to go 40, 40 minutes here on Balloon Party. And, uh, I could do it. Yeah. I just go. I just go game by game today. <laughs> I know you. You would. You would break it down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have stuck in the piddle with you. Uh, and uh, Jackson, go ahead with your queries sure. for today's stuck in the piddle with you. Yeah, stuck in the piddle with you. Uh, oh, you attempted to sing and then bailed. I think I, I started to talk and then attempted to sing, which is even worse. Huh. Uh, let's, let's kick it off, though. No singing about with this one. With all the news swirling about Diamond Sports and the RSN crisis, when do you think fans can realistically expect major changes to the way they watch their favorite teams? Uh, I would say for baseball fans, the answer to that question is... February of 2024, Jackson, so 11 months away. That's when it will happen. Uh, I think it all, as far as an agreement, it will happen before that. But as far as the actual execution, I would say February of 2024 with spring training games. Um, I, I Now, what it's going to look like, that is really the question. Right. I, I have... You know, I would I would lay like minus three hundred that this is going to be a substantial change within the next year. The question is how it actually looks. I hope that we still have the localized telecasts, and by that I mean I'm just a fan of having the pre and post game option. I really enjoy getting the post game sound in its entirety. While I love the Apple TV option for the MLS. 
Um, I would prefer having the ability to get some pre and post games specific for the dogs. Uh, and I like having that for the blues and the Cardinals. And I hope that continues. And I would imagine most fans and markets feel that way. The issue is, at least I would guess if I'm, I'm going to go into the weeds here, uh, as you know, the, the rune arledge of St. Louis sports media. And that, that's what people say. That's not what I say. That's what people say. Right. I agree. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to build out a PNL here for us. Um, as I can tell, uh, that, that, that this is the core issue. If this venture has been losing as much money as it has been, that beyond the diamond sports filing for bankruptcy, but you had the Warner brothers properties, which, if I'm not mistaken, included the Astros, the Rockies, the Pirates, yeah. and maybe the Penguins and the Jazz, I think. Jazz, uh, for sure, yeah. Maybe okay. Timberwolves. That, that, that Warner Brothers just said, hey, take it. We don't even want it. Just take it. We don't care. Don't, don't give us anything. We're not even asking anybody. Just take it because we're losing so much money. Right. Well, then if that's the case, then that must mean that there are expenses associated with this that are clearly non-revenue generating or if they are they're upside down and going into detail into that one might go okay well some of those expenses would be the staffing to be able to put on these telecasts and to put on pre and post game shows and to have crews go on the road and that is just not something that is sustainable and so while I might like it as a viewer, the whole new world, and I believe this will be a new world order, uh, some things that we've grown accustomed to and perhaps taken for granted may have to change because they cost too much money and there isn't enough revenue to generate a profit. So I wonder about that. Yeah. Now, the MLS revenue pool sure even soccer fans would agree with this. I mean, I'm a golf fan, and I recognize you can't sit there and, and compare golf television deals to the NFLs. It would be ridiculous. But for MLS, they're not going to do that because the money isn't there. I'd like to have it, but I recognize it costs money to, to have individualized team pre- and post-game coverage. So I don't know if you're going to see more of like an MLB network kind of centralized Greg Amsinger hosting with some some people on the desk, kind of like you see when the Cardinals are on TBS or right. on Fox in the postseason. And that might be the direction that the pre and post game coverage goes. Uh, I still I, I would be shocked, absolutely shocked if you don't have your local announcers. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked if it just went like what we have right now with the dogs. It's, you know, you don't know who's going to be on the call. I know they had Taylor Twelman coming to St. Louis for the dogs home opener, but otherwise it's just a revolving crew. Um, I would be shocked if you didn't have your regular home announcers, Chip Carey, Brad Thompson in 2024. I really would be. I, th I think that's such an important part of the it's baseball huge. experience. It's it huge. really is. Yeah. But, but as far as the pre and the post game, and cutting expenses, I wonder about that. I just want, when it's all said and done, as I would imagine most people do, and I think you got to look at it from two places. I think so much, I think so often, I, and I, I think that's so misguided just from a business standpoint. 
take one's own self-interest out of it. I want, I personally, and I would imagine people in your age range, Jackson, mm-hmm. personally want to just be able to click a button on their smart televisions or on their phones and be able to watch a game because that's now the expectation in 2023. But you also have to recognize for people who are older, that is not the way they are used to accessing content. And oftentimes, young people and perhaps younger executives go, well, they got to figure it out. And you can say that and it, 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 it might be what you truly feel. But from a business standpoint, I think it's important to make it accessible for people who are not streaming content and that is part of the business model too it isn't just about okay no more blackouts and streaming everything i think you have to make it accessible for those who are not comfortable streaming or don't have streaming packages um if you really want your game to reach as many people as possible you have to cast a net as wide as possible again with that comes expenses, which therefore, for a business model that has proven to be in the red over the last few years, that likely means cutting some expenditures as well. Jackson, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think that uh, your point there, especially at the end, I sent you something about the Utah Jazz and the Athletic uh, yesterday, how they're looking to partner with you know, a linear TV broadcast deal, You know, work with someone who would be on cable, and then also provide their own service a subscription-based service direct to consumer, kind of like what the MLS does, uh, where people can buy it and watch on their smartphone, their smart TV, their laptop. And so it's the best of both worlds. You don't alienate any segment of your audience. You have, if you have a cable person who's watched on TV forever, you can still do that. And if you're a cord cutter, you've never had cable in your life, you can still pay and watch them whenever you want. So no one's getting alienated. I feel like that's the future. I don't know how broadcast partners would feel about They probably need some percentage of the subscription base, but I feel like that solves everyone's problems. You know, you can't, if you are someone who is someone with cable, you don't miss the games. And if you don't have cable, you don't miss the games. I don't see how that isn't the solution going uh, forward. I, I, and I think you're heading in the right direction as to what will wind up happening, whether one likes that or not. But I do think that is the right direction as to where it winds up happening. Uh, Tim, what about the Yes Network? How does this work? Thanks. That comes from Lisa. And what do you call Lisa Jackson? Uh, she's a gem. She's a gem. Uh, you know, I had a, a conversation with uh, a, a sports television executive, not in the St. Louis market, and I asked that specific question. And I might have recused on on Balloon Party. I don't I don't recall. Um, but if I did, then this is redundant. If not, then it's uh, it's some news. Uh, and he said that for the Cardinals to do something like the Yes Network, it would take risk on their part and Mm -hmm. that's just something that the cardinal organization is not necessarily looking to do they're more of a risk averse franchise also i don't think i'd be breaking any news when i would tell you that the yes network servicing uh not only the tri-state area in new york but also yankees fans all over the country and that is a huge brand bigger than the cardinal brand Uh, has a larger pool of revenue to work from because it has a larger number of viewers. So could the Cardinals operate that profitably? I'm sure, hell, 90% of the people listening to this show right now would love it if the Cardinals had some kind of Cardinal network that not only had exclusive caliber Cardinal coverage, pre and post game 
um, perhaps shows throughout the course of the day, playing classic games, kind of 30 for 30s on the Cardinals. I mean, as I'm saying it, it excites me as a Cardinal fan and as a viewer. But the question is, is it going to be profitable? And the Cardinals right now, um, as things stand, we're expecting to make $70 million in revenue from their rights deal. In addition to the fact that they are 30% owners of Bally Sports Midwest. Now, not all the Bally's, not Diamond, but Bally Sports Midwest, 30% equity. And so that is absolutely going to change. They go from essentially collecting a check for putting their product on to now having to figure out a way to create a network and then distribute that product and not just distribute the game, but then also fill the other 21, 20, 20 or so hours, or in the case of game days without games, uh, 24 hours. And that comes with costs. Many people go, my God, why in the world are all these shows with Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless and just people spouting off nonsense and, you know, takes with, with no backing? Well, because they don't cost much to produce. You build a set, you have a production crew, and then you just have a couple guys yell at each other for a few hours. Putting together high-quality programming has costs. That's why there's one episode of Real Sports on HBO per month. That there's, <laughs> there's real cost to it. Right. It's a lot easier to let two guys yell at each other and go to a commercial break. So uh, that is something that I think is uh, factored in as the future is calculated for these broadcasts. But as far as the Cardinals having their own network, I love the idea. I've wondered that question that Lisa just sure. asked us myself. Yeah. Um, this particular person, this doesn't mean this is an authority. This is this person is not in, in, in St. Louis or with the Cardinals, did not think that was likely. That That's something that only a handful of organizations uh, both would and could do. All right. We've already gone on a deep dive here and we've only gone into There's one, one stuck in the piddle with you and it's already 1033. So I've <laughs> got a break. Otherwise, we'll be doing like two segments and then uh, the rest of the show will be a uh, 20 second segment. So we'll take a commercial break. We'll come back with more as uh, we go through a wide variety of topics here on stuck in the piddle with you. Two hours from tip off for Missouri and Utah State. Uh, what do we got? About three and a half hours for tip-off for Illinois and Arkansas. Uh, that is included in Stuck in the Piddle with you. Uh, it's all coming up next on Balloon Party. This is driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura on 101 ESPN. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Tim McKernan, and Jackson Burkett with you. Jackson, we are now officially two hours to the minute away from tip-off in Sacramento for Missouri and Utah State. Early game, uh, Maryland and West Virginia, an 8-9 game is going to get things going, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. West Virginia and Maryland. Maryland, a team that struggles away from home, Tim. 
Now, now I notice all of a sudden you slowed down your cadence. I feel like you might have been going into my East Coast NCAA tournament analysis guy, but then just like when you were singing in the previous segment, you decided to bail on it. That's my read. I cannot see you. I want to see you. I will be watching you mm. on YouTube in two hours, but is my read correct? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really know where I was going to go from that. I thought you were going to like pick it up and then like really get to do like the whole thing, but uh, you know, it's all right. The, you know, the hair looks great today, Tim. I think you're going to be really uh, excited on the, uh, on the YouTube stream. Oh, what, what you what, you got a haircut because you knew you were going on uh, YouTube? No, no, it's just looking a little fuller. I don't know. Oh, really? I got something cooking. Wow, I got oh, something yeah, cooking. Boy. All your is that? Did did you did you go see a guy or something? Uh, I got a good suggestion, and so now I'm uh, I'm actually doing <laughs> something. Oh my! I got to tell you. I was planning on going right back into stuck in the piddle with you, but you know this this is a bright shiny object, and I can't help, especially since we're not going to be doing the program tomorrow. What what are you doing? I'm taking the. You, I'm taking you go you you go get a weave, bro. No, no, I don't have a weave. Nothing like that. No, I'm uh, I, I'm taking something for the hair loss. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you're already see, you're already seeing results. No, I don't think it works that fast, but I just mentally maybe it's, you know, uh, I see. Placebo. Okay. It just feels thicker. But I was about to tell Ryder we've got a Paola notice at 10:42 on uh, 101 ESPN. No, no. So, That's why I haven't named what I'm taking or who makes it. I won't be doing that. Just know I'm working on it. And I've okay. said that for a while, but now I'm actually doing something about it. All right. Well, in 1998, I started taking Propecia it kept my hair. Uh, I was compared to Quinn Snyder multiple times, and I stopped in 2006, and I mean, it immediately fell out. So from this day forward until they put you in the ground, which might be this afternoon, depending <laughs> on how Utah State shoots the three, yeah. you will have to be taking whatever it is that you were planning on advertising, even though it wasn't on the books until I called you on it. <laughs> not, no, I'm telling you, not this is not, not, not no read here. Just know I'm taking some to work on the hair loss or at least stop the hair loss. I can I, if I have what I have right now for the rest of my life. Fine. Totally cool with that. So, You're already the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis. You can't get any more eligible. Right. Well, I could think of a couple things I could do to become more eligible, but that's neither here nor is it there. We want to get back into stuck in the piddle with you. Oh wow! I was just I was just told to pivot off the topic. That's what I I felt like I was given the hot swat and the who's who. You know what? That's fine. We'll go right back into it because we probably need to break as it is, and we haven't <laughs> even gotten to the second question. All right, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Stuck in the piddle with you. The NHL nice. and Gary Bettman said they are not in expansion mode despite rumors. The two cities listed in these rumors are Houston and Atlanta. Do you really think the NHL would return to Atlanta? If not, what are some cities you would think would make good would make for good NHL expansion markets? Well, Jackson, do you know what the number one market in the United States is? New York City. Number two, Los Angeles, California. Three, Chicago, Illinois. Four, Philadelphia. This is where it gets tough. Everybody know. Oh, all right. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Do you want to make a deal, or do you want to try to go for number five? I'm going to go for number five, the Bay Area. No, I'm sorry. Ah. You've lost everything, including your funds for whatever payola account you have <laughs> for your hair. Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Ah, okay. All right. Then the Bay Area, and then Atlanta, and then 
Houston, my thought process on your question is if the NHL truly wants to grow, it is tough to do that without having the number without having a franchise in the number seven market, which is growing in ridiculous manner. Right. Uh, and the number eight market. Uh, and, and there isn't really much competition for those viewers when you have, unless I'm completely blacking out, only one team in the state of Texas. And I know asking you if I'm correct on an NHL no, franchise right. Just is Dallas. probably not the best strategy, but that's my belief. And so you have a real opportunity. Um, so it would make sense to do it. Sometimes I wonder, and we've talked about this with the XFL. At least I know I've talked about it. I don't know where I, if I talked about it on Balloon Party or TMA or my podcast. But, you know, the XFL is not doing well attendance-wise outside of St. Louis. Right. But it's in the big markets, most of which already have an NFL franchise for the TV deal reasons. Because people go, why not go into cities where there, there isn't a television deal? I totally get it. Or where there isn't an NFL team. And the reason is the television deal. So here, this speaks to the importance of television because then you can go to advertisers and say, well, we're in all of the, and I'm looking at the top markets. Boy, they'd be in every every top 16 market until you get to Orlando. And once you get to Florida, if you've got a franchise in Tampa, in Miami, you, you can make a case that putting one in Orlando would be saturation. The next biggest market that wouldn't have a team would be Cleveland. Um, so with that said, I understand it. I also have to say with regards to Atlanta, and they have lost which two teams? Let's see if you got it. See Thrashers, if you're firing all cylinders today. Thrash. Yeah, I knew you'd get that one. And what else? Uh, uh, Three, two, the Warriors. One. <laughs> we just had an example of somebody just <laughs> grasping. The Wildcats. Now just making an ass of himself. The Flames. The Flames were in Atlanta. I had no idea. Before Calgary. Fun yeah. facts for no one tell. Is, is. Um, yeah. well, go ahead, sir. No, I, I had no idea. I had no, that, that was uh, news to me. I, remember I don't know if the hair loss medication led to you start speaking like <laughs> Linda Blair or something. I couldn't catch that. But, no, but yes, so, they, so, so they've gone 0 for 2, but people would say the same thing about St. Louis and the NFL. And the truth is, I have no idea what the circumstances were with the Flames and with the Thrashers. Walter Kachuk played for the Thrashers briefly. Um I don't know if it was a case of there's just no interest there or if there was something else going on. I just, I just, I think so highly of the product. I think it's outdated to think, oh, well, it's the South and they don't care about it. Right. That's, a, that's I mean, the, false. The Tampa Bay Lightning own Tampa St. Pete. Right. And down here, yeah, I mean, there's no question that it's not like this is Panthers country where I am. But <laughs> I knew Panther but, fans. But yeah, I mean, it's it's there's there's certainly Panthers fans. They're a successful franchise. If anything, coming off the disappointment last year is what played a role, I think, in Matthew Kachuk going there and when them wanting to do something. And so this is a this thing where it's oh, it's got to be a northern city or a Canadian city for it to work. I think is outdated. So I actually think it's smart. To try to go in, and if you have top ten market, it's smart to go in to those markets. Right, I like the idea. Yeah, plus the infusion of money you get for the league on all the owners when you get a expansion team like that is, you know, that's that's a huge windfall of cash, and could be very beneficial to the growth of the league. 
So I do wonder, though, about, I mean, you would be having, I don't know how soon this would happen, but, I mean, you had Vegas in 18, 17, 18, and you had uh, Seattle in 21, 22. And then, you know, if you're adding two, the NHL had a real aggressive expansion in the early 1990s. And is that too aggressive? I don't know. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that if you are going to expand, it would be wise to target two top 10 markets in the United States that currently don't have franchises, but have shown to have passionate sports fan bases. All right, we'll take another commercial break. Come back with the final segment of Balloon Party and Stuck in the Piddle with you, Tim McKernan, Action Jackson. This is 101 ESPN. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you, BK and Ferrario coming up at the top of the hour. Some breaking NCAA tournament news. Bill Self will miss today's Kansas NCAA tournament opener as he continues to recover from the heart procedure he had last week. Uh, that news uh, coming up here, at Jackson, within the last uh, 40 minutes or so. So he will miss Thursday's game against Howard as he continues to progress from his recent health issue. He had a heart procedure yeah. last week. Yeah, hope up for all the best for him in all seriousness. I know the Mizzou-Kansas thing, but for real, I hope he uh, gets better soon and can be with his team for March Madness, for real. Indeed. Amen. Uh, all right, Jackson, um, we are uh, wrapping up. Stuck in the piddle with you. What do you have for us? Well, we basically got time for one more. Uh, what do you have? So I got Sadie Hawkins, and I'll give you the option of these three Sadie Hawkins. Aaron Rodgers question, NCAA no. tournament question, Masters question. I'm going to uh, do one for me, whereas I do one for them all the time. One for me, Masters question. Okay, it's kind of goofy, but I'm going to ask it anyways. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler released his Masters Championship dinner, Champions Dinner, I guess, uh, menu. If you happen to don a green jacket, which I think we all think is in the realm of possibility in the next five, Oh, I don't years, know how likely it is at this point. I think if I would have... If I would have gotten my short game to where it needed to be, I think I could have won the year Tiger won. Yeah, agreed. Um, what would be on your menu? Would you go kind of nuts? Would you go personal? Or would you go something simple? I, I, I kind of... I always find this stuff interesting how they choose to do it. I know some people you know, couldn't care any less, but I, I think it's interesting. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, for the record, went with cheeseburger sliders, and they're 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 called Scotty style. I don't know what Scotty style <laughs> is. I, I I gather you don't either. No, no idea. Um, I loved his menu. It's very simple. Yeah, but delicious. Oh, the thing about me is, unlike you, I'm relatable. Right. Even though I'm teeing off in a member guest in Jupiter, Florida, in 35 minutes. Uh. And, and that is, I'm a man of the people. And so I think of two options. And I don't know if they're sponsors. I know one of them was a sponsor of your Sports Center update, probably pulled because of all the NBA stuff, if you don't <laughs> mind me opining. And that is White Castle. <laughs> now, I don't awesome. know how often White Castle has been brought on the premise at Augusta. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but I. For real, I don't care what my alcohol intake is. I 
enjoy White Castle and it can be at five in the afternoon without a drip of the demon rum in my system. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I love it. And I and, and by the way, give me the crinkle cut fries with all the fixins and soppins, if you mm, don't mind. Yes. The other thing that I would bring in in case in case, say, Jack and Tiger weren't feeling the White Castle thing. <laughs> is I love the grilled chicken sandwich at Cracker Barrel. Again, further proof, man of the people, relatable. Sure, I went to a Jesuit institution that most of you could never even apply for, much less get into. (laughs) Something happened with my throat there. I I was going to do a... I'm telling you, this hair loss medication... (laughs) We've had two sounds occur in the last two segments that concern me. Uh, But either way, there's a grilled chicken sandwich at the Cracker Barrel, and I pair that with steak fries. It's on sourdough bread. Mm. I know it it comes with uh, tomatoes and pickles. I personally tell them uh, it doesn't matter if they have one star on their apron or five stars. Please hold the tomatoes and the pickles. I just like lettuce and all the mayonnaise you can possibly (laughs) sop upon me sandwich. And that would be my sandwich paired with the steak fries. And I would watch VJ sing and P. Reed enjoy the hell out of my Cracker Barrel. And Tiger and Jack compliment me on the selection of White Castle. And we would have a wonderful time discussing the Live Golf Tour over White Castle and Cracker Barrel. And that's my answer. And I think it's a wonderful answer. I love it. I'll, I'll be real quick with mine. It would be, it's the most, one is like very expensive or not expensive, but like upscale and the other couldn't be lower scale. I would have arancini, which is deep fried risotto balls. Here we go. They say, welcome to our Ledoux menu. But then, but then for dinner, I would have meatloaf. So I would have these deep fried risotto balls and then meatloaf for dinner. And I think that would be a nice little pairing. And maybe like a glazed donut for dessert. Well, everybody at the membership at St. Louis Country Club is happy to hear you tip your cap to them. (laughs) Just an unfortunate thing. Remember, I am the man of the people and I'm going White Castle and Cracker Barrel and Jackson and this hair loss medication that's causing him to make sounds (laughs) apropos of nothing is going with some dish I can't even pronounce. Time for us to shut it down. We're off tomorrow. Back on Monday. Fight Tiger. Fight Doggy. Fight Battle Hawk. Fight Illini. Beat the hog, beat the Jayhawk. Have a wonderful weekend in St. Louis sports. It's a magical time of the year for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Munganass St. Louis Acura's presentation of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.